Season 4, Episode 1, Carols and Perils. Madam Caretaker, I have today's agenda for you. Shall we review? Look at you, Count Fangula. You are so organized. You're super good at executive assisting. We vampires are a fastidious flock, Benita. And the spoils of this gig far exceed my many side hustles. Well, okay, fastidious Fred. Let's hear it. Have you practiced your speech for the 10 a.m. ribbon cutting for the library renovations? Still working on it, but here's what I have so far. Good morning, citizens. Like an old library book you found under your bed, this renovation is long overdue. Pause for laughter. Hmm. Perhaps do not pause very long. Uh. Madam caretaker, are you settled in your new office here in the boutique? Looks rather cozy, like a well-stacked crypt. Yeah, I may have gone a little crazy at Bone Goods. What do you have there, Roddy? Is that for me? Yes, Miss Von Wengenkamp. I brought you a desk plant. Aw, a Venus flytrap! Rochester, it's perfect! And she's just been fed. I thought this might help you feel at home in your new office. It really does. Ah, she got my finger. All right now. Ooh, I just thought of this line for my speech. What a fine-looking crowd, by which I don't mean library finds. Oh, that's gold. I'm going to go write that down. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, hang on. Okay, what would I just say? Perhaps entertaining. Benita, Mrs. Weaver is here to see you. She does not have an appointment. Knock, knock! I see you trying to hide back here in your new office, Benita. I mean, Madam Caretaker. Good morning, Ms. Weaver. I'm not hiding. I'm just trying to get some work done. I'm really nervous about the speech I have to give. Well, I won't take up a lot of your time with your high-powered important boss lady job, but I brought you these doilies for your office. Uh, Oh, and I Mm. wanted to give you the town gossip report. It's a doozy today, so buckle up. Mm. I made copies. That's fine, Ms. Weaver, but I think you covered everything pretty well when you did this yesterday. How did Albert put up with this stuff? Oh, Lily Lolly, hey, oh, off we go on a journey of destiny with me, Chip Clearly, and his brave pals three. Mr. Clearly. First up is a tree, he's old and smart, and his name is Hmm. Mr. Thorn. Chip, can you hand me that notebook? Of course I can, it's right here. Albert Ghost. Okay. That's two, but there's three. She's a friend to you and me. It's a mule, Julie. And if you scratch her head, she says... Good job, Julie. Thank you, Chip. We all enjoyed that. Especially the new verses. Such a long song. I felt the passing of seasons. I thank you for the notes, gentlemen. With two more verses, I think we'll forget all about the horrible creatures we've somehow evaded for weeks in this dark and forbidden forest. Yes, I can barely recall the whispers of stalking shadows, the wretched stretches, or the armadillodon and his abyssal burrow. I'm just glad I didn't have to use my sword. Should you be dragging that in the dirt? It's real heavy. What are you writing in your notebook? 
Mr. Ghost. These are the travel logs from our library. I've been drawing scary faces on the maps everywhere we've encountered a malevolent creature. <laughs> There's been a lot. Now that is some good drawing, Albert. You could hang those in my refrigerator any day. Well, speaking of maps and navigation, are we still on the golden path, Mr. Clearly? As I don my magical glasses, which grant sparkle vision powers to me alone, I can confirm that we are directly beneath the golden cord that runs from Kirtle Holler to our destination. It goes that way, easterly. That is west. And you have passed my test of navigation. Fellas, we must survive a little longer. I really don't know how to thank you for joining me on this perilous expedition. We like to joke around, but I appreciate your risking your very souls to mend our graduations. All seeds must bloom. And we're the only ones who could get this done. Let us hasten our progress and remain quiet until we reach the crossroads. It lies just ahead. No song. Y'all in Cattle Holler. <laughs> Tarantula's grandson is causing her a lot of heartache ever since he combed his trichobothria into a pompadour and started smoking. Thank you. Okay, Ms. Weaver. Lots of familiar info in that gossip report. Uh, knock knock. And uh, speaking of reports, I got a prisoner report for you. Thank you, Sheriff, but I'm trying to work on my speech here, and it's report is that your prisoner, Belfry Batsinger, is still slicker than oil, and he keeps trying to get me to get him stuff out the vending machine. I told him no. That's for employees only. And then he started up saying, you know, he'd be like, well, what? Don't you know, what? worry, Madam Caretaker. I am transcribing the sheriff's report and will all guide it according to parliamentary procedures concerning long-winded skeletons. Thanks, Count Fangula. Benita, have you been over to the hat shop slash jail to visit with the once again disgraced former caretaker and candy entrepreneur, Belfry Batsinger? I did go over there a couple of times, but it's weird because the sheriff insists on making snacks for me when I'm there, and I can only take so many microwaved bread pockets. That does seem a bit idiosyncratic, if not entirely unexpected. Yeah, and the only flavor he buys is ham and cheese. Why is that his default? I don't get it. 
Some mysteries are for the ages, Benita. Still, I think it is of some importance that you continue to supervise the custody of your unusual prisoner. As long as the Elsewhere Council remains out of touch, we must do our best to follow their ancient protocols. I agree, Rochester, and I am following the Elsewhere Council's pre-trial guidelines for detainment. Oh, wait. Do you think the sheriff fixes him those ham and cheese pockets for lunch every day? I should probably check to see whether that constitutes cruel and unusual punishment. Is that right, Miss Weaver? Chain to life? Okay. All right, that about does it. I'm gonna head out. Y'all need anything? Besides for Albert to come back and a decisive answer from the Elsewhere Council about anything that I'm supposed to be doing right now? No. All right. All right, I'll see y'all. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, okay. Back to my speech. These renovations will ensure that you'll want to return to the library, just like you return your books to the library. Oh, that's terrible. Ding dong, it's Pumpkin being a doorbell, cause you ain't got no door. Come on in, Pumpkin. What you got? Candy report. And how is the candy? Delicious. I brung a slideshow about it. Let me set up my projector. Benita, dear, you're looking a little pale. Have you contracted sanguinary lixiviation? Or are you nervous about your first ribbon cutting? Roddy, this is all kind of overwhelming. I'm not sure if I'm ready. Is it still following? We're lucky that Galloping Brain loves these health bars I stole from Benita. Chip, how many of those nasty things do we have left? Oh. Oh no. That was the last one. We're empty. Dear. I always tell her to get the 12-pack because it's a better deal, but she likes the smaller boxes. And now look where we are. Mr. Ghost, I don't mean to pry. But I've heard rumors that, under duress, you can shirk your bedsheet and transform into a fearsome titan. Is this true? It's true, but that kind of magic would attract even more entities, perhaps even taller and stronger than I. Besides, it's difficult to control. I understand, but know that my strength is compromised while I'm unmoored from the soil. And I should probably admit that we haven't actually covered swords yet in my karate class. We've mostly been watching old kung fu movies and... Now look where we are! Ooh, that was closer that time. Oh, Fortuna, we could be in luck again. I think a spy is signal fire in the distance. But what manner of people would settle this hostile territory? I believe I'm looking at an old Elsewhere Council outpost. It should be abandoned, or at least it was when our travelogue was written ages ago. I guess it was re-garrisoned. Well, hey, I bet those council agents could tell us more about the graduations, or give us an escort, or magical weapons, or... We need to speed things up. I'm sorry to say, but we have to lighten our load to help old Julie here pick up the pace a little bit. Albert, you don't mean- Yes, we have to abandon our rock collection. Not my aventurine! Mm. 
It's painful for me as well. As you know, I found a topaz that resembled a Frankenstein. Albert, may I suggest another scary face on your map? We might avoid this area on the way back. Come on, Julie, you can do it. Boy, am I glad that's over. Now I can just relax and enjoy the book fair. You did well on your speech, Benita. But maybe next time, keep your shoes on. Nobody could see. I was behind a podium. Ah! Nita, thanks for meeting me at Albert's office. Shh! Sorry! Here's that box I was telling you about. Oh, thanks, Mimi. I would have picked it up earlier, but it makes me kind of sad to be at Albert's office with him gone. I hope they're all okay. I understand. I feel the same way. Well, let's see what we got here. New citizen keychains, box of 100 nibs for crow and vulture feather pens, cartridges for blood fountain pens, and what's in this weird latch box? Oh. It is the abacus of fate. Crap, that's right. Yeah, I think I'm going to need this. Ah, what is it, Nita? Well, Mimi, this is the thing that the Elsewhere Council uses to contact the town caretaker. Uh, this row of beads tells us when there's a new citizen coming to town, and this row is supposed to tell us when somebody graduates to the next realm, but the whole thing is, like, broken now, and that's why Albert left town. Bonita, please let me take this box to your office with haste. Even if the abacus is broken like a fang stuck in a taffy tube, it is a very important artifact. Okay, thanks, Fred. Aw, oh, man. I was feeling really good about our little plan to renovate the library and raise money for it with a book fair, but now I'm just reminded of the million things I don't know how to fix. Especially the whole broken graduation thing. How in the world am I supposed to solve that problem? Bonita, you must not let yourself become distracted by every grain of rice that spills on the ground. We will look at the abacus first thing tomorrow morning. I have faith in you, Nita. Thanks, you guys. I am taking the abacus to your office, but I will be back after lunch. My Capri Sun is rapidly warming within its gel pack. Sounds good. Bye, Count Fangula. Hey, knock knock, library lady. A caretaking lady. Shh. Hey, Gablena, what's up? Man, you gotta get out here to this book fair. Somebody keep taking stuff off our tables. What do you mean, like someone is stealing? I don't know, but them books is plumb disappearing. All right, let's go take a look. What was that creature? This here was the most presumptuous encephalon. But now he's not much of anything. <laughs> Exceptional work, Agent Stye! Thank you, Agent Squint. All in a day's work at Outpost 11. Uh, that wand you got really cooked that brain's goose. Sir, you are looking at an Esper 5 nihilizer. 
It renders one's very atoms to nothing. As if they never were. I see. I don't remember the Elsewhere Council ever using such a wicked tool to maintain order. In case you've not heard, spirit, the times have changed. Will you let me hold the Nihilizer? Chip. Uh, can I please hold the Nihilizer? Now look here, you irritating rhombus. The Nihilizer is only entrusted to Cyclopean agents of the Elsewhere Council, of which you are not. We have given them to all such agents as are able to muster at the outposts, following the event. Hmm. Tell us more about this event. What do you mean, tell you more? Where were you lot when the great explosion shook the very ground beneath us? Explosion? Yes, man, the explosion! I'm rather surprised you don't remember. Albert, this event could be related to our graduation predicament. I was thinking the same thing. Now, you probably want to give us our magical artifacts and send us on our way. It's an emergency. What is this emergency you mention? We no longer graduate from our town. The cycle has broken. We tried to communicate all this with our beacon. But our message never reached the council. Well, of course it didn't, you simpletons! How could they possibly respond? That will do, Agent Squint. You know we don't talk about the council and their silence after the event. Well, how was I to know we weren't supposed to talk about it? Of course we don't talk about it. Now, it seems we are graced with the company of a mummified toff with an old sword and flimsy spectacles, along with a homespun spirit. Entry. They left their town, smelling of dead leaves and cotton candy, allegedly ignorant of the event, and collecting threats for us to dispatch, strained as we are under present circumstances. Do I have that right, Albert's ghost? I'm not sure how to respond. Yeah, cause he's spouting a bunch of crap. You are in violation of Code 13F, concerning jurisdiction and purview of your town theme. To wit, residents of the town shall never cross the forbidden bridge or traverse the forbidden road, or as they, in violation, shall suffer tier three consequences. I am of course aware of Code 13F, which also provides for exception number three. Delegates of the town, being of sound character and interesting stories, may cross the bridge in case of emergency such as forgotten theme or broken contact with the Elsewhere Council. It seems that would apply. But we are in exigent circumstances. You see, I believe you are involved in the event, and I will find out soon enough. What is in that wagon, Agent Squint? Fertilizer, rusty weapons, and some very suspicious writings. <laughs> Ow! Squint, stop! What do we have here? Three trespassers with illicit material. Could be event related. Recommend immediate detainment. Now, Goblena, before I get to where the books are missing, you know I have to ask. 
Did you eat the books? Hey, yo. <laughs> nah, I didn't. Not this time. I'd see why you'd be asking. <laughs> Over this way. Hey, Mr. Goliath and Goliath. <laughs> Thanks for coming out to help raise money for the renovation. Ooh, what kind of books do you have for sale? Welcome, my dear, to the Grim Reader's Corner, where we specialize in tawdry paperback tales of scandal and redemption against all odds. We also had some old spell books from my failed attempt at grad school. Those are the ones that went missing. Ooh, you have the Curtis Creighton autobiography where he famously names all the ladies who inspired his songs. I'm gonna buy this for Chip, for when he gets back. Because I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will be back and annoying me in no time. Well, isn't that thoughtful, Bonita? Any word from the adventure crew on their harrowing journey to parts unknown? No, but we expected that, of course. Okay, caretaking lady, look. This old coot's missing some spell books, and this guy says he is too. Mr. Giant Eyeball, you're missing some books? Yes, Bonita. I saw them disappear before my very eye. Before my very self. The ones that went missing, were they spell books? Yes, from when I got my associate's degree. But my current plan is to make it big on BooTube in the bird-watching community. Well, you'll be happy to know, Mr. Giant Eyeball, that the renovations we're making to the library are going to help Etherweb creators just like you. We're going to clear out a bunch of old study carols and turn them into studios with green screens and editing suites. Did I hear you are going to put up green screens for Etherweb creators? We can finally stop using that old sheet. Sheet, 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 sheet. Yes, yes, Mandrake sisters, we're really making room for the trends of today. Okay, Goblena, did anyone else in this area have spell books go missing from their tables? Yeah, old Pumpkin said he did. He's been selling all these old coloring books. I'm sold out. But you had spell books on your table, Pumpkin? And they went missing? Did you also go to college? I done everything. Okay, well, actually, you guys, I think I might have an idea where those spell books went. Do you see that weird door over there? Shaped kind of like a loaf of bread with an iron arrow? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on the side of the library. Yes, Goblena, that is the wizard's entrance to the library. And something tells me that wizards and missing spell books go together like peanut butter and jelly. Oh, crap. I just realized I'm hungry. I didn't have lunch yet. I got you, baby. Here you go. Well, Goblena, thank you. I'm not even going to ask how you magicked up this perfectly intact pimento cheese sandwich. Man, I got a cooler at my table, crazy lady. <laughs> You will remain here until your interview. Okay, but what are we going to do about this heat? We're burning up in here. I'm about to sweat through my poncho. Yes, I too am transpiring. Mike White coming through. Ah, good. More lords for the fire. It was getting rather drafty in here, was it not, Agent Squint? Yes, I'm liable to catch cold. So wasteful of wood. You take too much from your trees. And 
yet it is all paid for, as you will be assessed for the labor and amenities of your own jailer. Well, that is very unorthodox. We won't pay a single zap. Oh, we don't need your permission. But don't worry, our needs are quite reasonable. I want a golden apple! Quartermaster will record one golden apple, some more logs, I think, and wine. I want fried to duckin' from the Thanksgiving dimension. Oh my, yes. With a new set of silverware, serving dishes. Picture lanterns! And I would like a little hat. I am not paying for that hat. It will be paid for by this man specifically. Okay, well, let's talk budget. It will be a fancy hat, and quite expensive. Well, it had better be fashionable. Agreed. Agent Sclera, please monitor the prisoners until 0400. Do notify me upon arrival of the Tadakin, or my hat. Mr. Thorne, I know you're distressed about the gratuitous fire logs. Do you want to talk about it? I would rather discuss our escape. I agree. This is clearly an illegitimate detainment by some rogue agents with too much power. I said, just give it barrel. I've been thinking about this event they mentioned earlier. Yeah, I guess it was some kind of explosion. But if it was like an event event with capital letters and all, then I feel like we would have heard it back in town. But then I was thinking... Well, a friend... Mr. Thorne, you want to say something? Wilfred Thorne. I think Mr. Thorne is working on a plan. Okay, here I go, walking along in this creepy wizard's hall. Ah! And I am not scared because wizards are cool. And I am singing to not be freaked out. Okay, what's this door? Oh, here are the wizard's carols. Podar the Powerful. Office hours for the fall semester Z ought to. Uh, looks like I missed those by about 500 years. Moving on. Is that music? Hello? Is someone there? Well, that was weird. Hello? I hear someone in the corridor. A special someone. Perhaps the chosen one? Uh, hi, sir. Don't know about all that, but hi. I'm Benita, and I was wondering if you might know anything about some missing spellbooks. <sighs> Hail, Benitor. You may enter at my office, but first you must tell me. Is it the anniversary of your birth? Uh, do you mean my old Earth birthday? Cause no. Or my Curdle Holler spawn day? Also no. <sighs> Very well. Enter the wizard's carol. Yikes. It's pretty cramped in here. I don't know if I can even fit in between all the stacks and stacks of old books. Are these all library books? You know there's a limit on how many things you can check out. I am an ancient and powerful wizard. Obviously, I needeth a lot of books on wizardly topics, for I am Mystic McMalleth. Perhaps you have heard of the time I disappeared an entire private dining room full of revelers in the Palace of the Silver Palm. 
Sorry, Mr. Mystic McMalleth, but I don't believe I have heard of that particular feat. Well, I performed it. Mystic McMalleth is a learned master of portals, orbs, and mark and recall spells. That is why I haveth all these tomes. Mysticism, A Door to Riches by Margon the Mystical. I hate to break it to you, sir, but judging by all the spent single zap cards I see on the floor, it doesn't really look like mysticism has opened that door for you. Well, Eth, times are hard for wizards, that is all. I cannot afford the upkeep on a tower. That is why I utilize this free space at the library. Yeah, about that. You realize we're renovating this entire area, right? Like, this entire dank corridor is going to become a hall of studios for etherweb creators? So why don't we get started sorting all these books into keeps, returns, and recycles? How dare you! Mystic McMalleth won't stand for this! I needeth all these books! I'll start with this pile. It looks like Mr. Thorne has entered some kind of far-out tree trance. I don't know what he's up to, but I think we should keep bothering that guard so he can keep doing whatever he's doing. Agreed. And Chip, if I'm not mistaken, this is your second time in jail. It is my second time in jail. I totally forgot about that. Keep it down! I'm trying to concentrate. Albert! What's he doing to that little tree over there? It's supposed to be a bonsai tree. Oh, yeah, Count Fingula has one of those on his desk at the dojo, but it's much nicer. This guy, he's wild with those clippers. Yeah, well, we don't need all them branches, do we? Bonsai is a sensual dance between a tree and a person, but the Cyclops is no artist. He enjoys cutting and conquering. He is a stunter of trees. You're from a town, if I'm not mistaken. You think you're so fancy with your bed sheets and your leaves and your eyes from the future. And what about my silk robe? I get it tailored at a fabric store by my house. It's called Curtains, and they do great work. What should I care about some stupid robe when I've got a vest what's lousy with pockets? Practical. Made it myself. And I believe that. Plus, I bet you don't got a ring like this one. A Gaia ring. Station of office. Gives me authority all over the Nedwell. Did you say the Nedwell? That's right, the Nedwell. It's what we call everything outside of your town. And we care about that ring because... It's not just a ring, son. It has power. For some, it unlocks weapons. Others, it activates magical devices. Whatever we need. And what will you do with that power? Well, since the Elsewhere Council gone incommunicado, some of us smarter agents were creating a new order. We're just getting started. Setting up outposts, making a little money off prisoners. 
but later, it'll be interesting. Okay, look, you are just butchering that tree. I need me other scissors. I can't find it. I've only got a great big eyeball. So, it is you after all, my brother. Mr. Thorn? Mr. Thorn, your eyes are glowing. My friends, I have made contact with the bonsai tree. Neat! I didn't know you could do that out here. Cecil is a clever tree. He caught my attention with loud terpenoids and taught me to speak his language using spores. That's incredible. Did Cecil say what he wants? Is he okay? Could he help us escape somehow? Maybe Cecil can create a diversion. No, show a little limb. I think you almost have it, Mr. Clearly. I'm surprised to hear that. Yes, perhaps you could clarify, Mr. Thorne. If we can join Roots without alerting the guard, then Cecil will introduce me to the forest network. Then I can join many Roots, marshal their resources, and bring us into the sunlight. That is an excellent plan. Chip, I nominate you for the distraction. It would be an honor. Cecil believes that Guard is proud and insecure. That's yep. fair. He says ask him more about the Gyre Ring. Okay, I've got On the Absorbing of Attributes, 2nd Edition by Wilting Wilhelm the Elder. I'm gonna say that's a... Uh, donate? Very well. Donateth it then. And here's a bunch of old party invitations. Drusella the Dreadful requests the honor of your presence at a night of revelry commemorating her pending nuptials. Are these treasured mementos? Or do they maybe go in the recycle pile? Why don't you just throw with me and my years of wizarding into the pile as well, you broad-shouldered hulk of a woman? Gotta take that as a yes. Recycle. Wadded up cummerbund and bow tie? Unless you know a spell for dry cleaning, I think you need to take better care of your work uniforms. Those are not my work uniforms. I wear splendid embroidered robes befitting a wizard of my stature. Those are mere novelties. Well, okay. Ooh, does that mean we can donate them? Yes. No. Confound it, I don't know. Hey, wait, what's this? Elements of Spellcraft. And the inside cover says this book belongs to Giant Eyeball. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure this is one of the spell books that went missing from the book fair. Nonsense. Why, that tome's in a flap inscription is a mere coincidence. And the sticker on the spine that says used book, Kirtle Holler Community College discount bookseller, is that also a mere coincidence? Yes, the world worketh in mysterious ways. Trust me, I'm a very good wizard. Yeah, that sounds like something a very good wizard would say. These are all Mr. Giant Eyeball's books. The jig is up, Mystic McMalleth. Well, congratulations, Benitor. Perhaps this is your special day. Yes, I did take those spell books from the book fair. Why? Because I am combing every spell book I can find. You could never understand a wizard's ways. You're right, I don't understand. 
You took these books from the book fair, which is, by the way, stealing because you did not pay for them. And here's what I really don't understand. These stolen books are all for beginners. So, maybe I like to brush up on the rudiments of spellcraft. Why must I be subjected to an interrogation? Well, to recap, it is because you stole them, that's why. You stole Mysticism Begins by B.A. Spellcaster, and you stole The Complete Absolute Moron's Guide to Mysticism. If you're reading this, you're stupid. Sheesh, what a title. And an absolutely useless array of letters, completely devoid of value and meaning. Whoa, 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 Mr. McMallith. Is everything okay? No, it's not okay, Madam Looky Lou. It's not okay, because it is a rudimentary spell primer, and yet I cannot perform a single spell described within its pages. Um, so you took these spell books because... Because I'm a fraud. A big festering fraud. Are you happy? Uh... Albert Ghost, you have to come over here and look at this man's ring. Just see those squiggly wiggly lines in the middle of my ring? Sure, the hypnotism swirls. That's the Gaia, what represents our galaxy and all the galaxies in all existence. It's impressive, Agent Sclera. I only wish I had my jeweler's loop so I could see the crystals in more detail. What's that tray doing? Rooms, gather with me. Oh look, Chip. Do you see how Agent Sclera's finger meat has gathered real tall on either side of his ring? I do, Albert. I see it and it concerns me. Indeed, it concerns me as well. What are you on about, spirit? What size ring do you wear, Agent Sclera? Size six, obviously. Okay. Have you ever tried removing this ring? Why would I ever want to take this ring off? It's an excellent ring. Your finger might fall off. Now hold on, Chip. It's not a sure thing. There's also a chance of dermal absorption. Are you saying this ring is gonna merge with my own finger? You'll be more ring than man. You think you're so small. But I know a trick when I hear one. People are trying to trick me all the time. But you notice, what is that sound? Probably a delivery. All the stuff we paid for. It's a little soon. Hey, one more question, Agent Sclera. Okay. And what's that? Can we leave? Can you leave? What kind of question is... What's that sound? What's it doing? What in all the realm? What's happening? We are out of here! Okay, Mr. McMallith, what do you mean you're a fraud? Because I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> hey, it's okay. We can talk about it. Um, would you like a hug? 
Okay. There you go, buddy. Good old hug. There, there. There, there. There, there is a beard stuck on my shoulder. McMalleth, why is your beard stuck to my shoulder? With Velcro? <laughs> because I'm only pretending to be a wizard. The beard, the robes, the spells, it's all fake. Fake Velcro beard? Tearaway robe? Party invitations? Are you... A party dancer for hire? <laughs> yes, I'm a party dancer for hire, not a wise old wizard. And my name isn't Mystic McMalleth. It's just Mystic Mike. <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. I'm, so I'm sorry, Mike. I'm not laughing at you. It's just... Why the wizard ruse? It's totally cool to be an exotic party dancer. <laughs> It is. Yes. Oh, this makes so much sense. Oh, look, is this your yearbook photo? Did you go to school with the party monster? <laughs> he is one of my best friends. I just don't even know why you would bother with this dumb old wizard stuff. Colonel Holler is a real party town. There's tons of opportunities out there for someone with your skill set. There is. Yes. Mega Hunk Mondays at the Skarioke Bar. Graveyard smashes, Real Housewives of Curdle Holler season rap parties. But don't I need to earn my birthright? How can I go around with the name Mystic Mike if I'm not a real mystic? Oh, Mystic Mike, don't you know? Nobody's a real anything. My parents wanted me to be a wizard. They're both professors emeritus in magic. I guess I just felt ashamed that I didn't live up to their expectation. Hey, listen, I understand a little something about imposter syndrome. I'm over here doing a job that I'm not even sure I'm cut out for. But everybody feels that way, and you cannot live the life that someone else wants for you. Okay, okay, I'll try to remember that. And guess what? That means that we get to donate all this old stuff. We're going to clean out this carol, and then I'm going to show you how to make a BooTube channel for Mystic Mike, party dancer for hire, who is learning spellcraft at his own pace for himself. Okay, I think I would like that. Spread out, you eyeballs! They can't have gotten very far! It is too early for this ruckus, Agent Squint. When we find them, we'll demand an outrageous ransom from the Halloween Town! Oh, never mind the ransom. We must keep the Council from re-establishing connection with these towns. Our prisoners must never reach their destination. They couldn't possibly find the Elsewhere Council! They would perish in the effort! Did you not see that man had magical eyeglasses? They also have brains and power. I will not risk it. Then we must change out of our pajamas. Yes, and then we hunt. Look, Julie, look. I stole you an apple from the guard. <laughs> We seem to be clear of the agents, but you heard what they said. 
They've set up outposts all over the ne'er-dwell. Plus, the local fauna may have learned to hunt along these corridors. The plants concur. We must stay off the roads. As long as I have these glasses, I'll tell you exactly where to go. The only trouble is we have no way to know what danger or obstacles we may find in the forest. All we have is sparkle vision and our own wits to guide us toward the Elsewhere Council. We'll make our own maps, Albert. You're good at drawing. I do have the stationery. And I will learn what I can from the trees. Mr. Thorne, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. We are green! Then you and Cecil punched through that wall and I wasn't scared, but I was a little bit surprised and I'll never stop telling that story. I just hope I can do it justice. Well, Chip, it sounds to me like you're ready to sing a new verse for us. <gasps> oh, I don't know about that. And then we returned all the stolen books back to the book fair. And Mystic Mike was so grateful he gave me this smelly box of cruddy old books that he had in his wizard's carol. But it's the thought that counts. Madam Caretaker, it seems as though you had a successful day at your first ribbon cutting. I think we did. The book fair made money, and the library renovation is a go. I am thrilled for your triumph, Benita. Now would you like me to assist you in sorting through all these items from the library? Oh yeah, that would be great, Count Fangula. Thank you. Miss Von Camp, Count Fangula, here you are. A potent pour-over of the blackest coffee. I hope this gives you adequate amperage to jolt you to life for the remainder of your workday. Oh, Roddy, you're a mind reader. This is exactly what we need. I have placed the Abacus of Fate on top of the Widow Weaver's largest doily here on your bookshelf. Perhaps if we keep it in sight, we shall be able to puzzle out its great mysteries. Sounds good. Hey, Roddy, do you think we could add these books to the boutique inventory? I could see some of our weirdo regulars getting into these old tomes. Isn't that right, Venus? They're old weirdos and they love old books. Ow! Okay, enough. Mystic Mirror, a window to spellhood. I believe this series has been out of print for some time. Perhaps we can list these items on Eboo. Yeah, maybe so. Man, there was a bunch of books in that series. Just like the Baby Scarers Club. The only item left is this odd leather-bound book. Whatever could it be? Hmm, let's untie this million yards of rawhide string and find out. Ah, there is a book plate in the front cover. And an inscription. Know whoever reads my words that these are the true and fair accounts of one Roostifer Belfram Batsinger. Roostifer? That was Belfry Batsinger's father. He disappeared mysteriously many years ago when young Belfry was first elected caretaker. Gross. So you're telling me that somehow in this box of random weird old books that I got as a prize for cleaning out an old wizard's carol at the library, there is a long lost diary from my arch enemy's long lost father? You put that rather succinctly, Benita, but it appears to be so. Ew. What does it say? Know this to be true. I, Roostifer Batsinger, must disappear, for I have unearthed a curse 
that will halt Colonel Hala for generations. I cannot undo what has been wrought. Well, of course, that's very convenient for him. Ooh, I'm Rooster for Batsinger. I unearthed the curse. Can't fix it, though. I'm intrigued, Mr. Rochester. What more does the diary tell us? It is my confession that I, Rooster for Batsinger, have stolen a bead from the Abacus of Fate. Uh, that might explain a lot about all of our current problems. Indeed it might, Benita. It seems we may have a lot to learn from this old diary. <laughs>